0: Welcome to the Soul Patch Podcast, the podcast where three American expats explore different topics related to living and working in South Korea. With a combined 45 years of living experience in Asia, there are plenty of stories to tell. So pop in your headphones and make yourself comfortable. It's time for the Soul Patch Podcast. Uh, We're here today with uh, teacher Stephanie. Thank you so much for, for joining us on the podcast. Um, I first uh, met Stephanie through Facebook, um, I was uh, posting about Korea and some of the places where uh, people lived, whether you're outside in the country, or if you uh, lived in the city, and uh, Stephanie, you uh, made a comment about having a taught English here, and you were actually kind of out in the boonies a little bit in uh, Jindo, is that correct? Am I correct about that? Yes, oh,
1: okay. I was living, yeah, living and teaching in Jindo.
0: Yeah. Now, how, if we went back just a little bit farther, how did you how did you end up in Korea? Like, when did you come here the, the first time?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, I came after I finished my master's. Mm-hmm. I came. <laughs> I, I, did,
2: I did the exact same thing.
1: <laughs> it's kind of an escape. Right. But for me, right. it was because there was so much pressure to do a Ph.D. straight away. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. And I
1: had had enough of academia having only known academia my entire life at that point. And I had a friend who was in Daegu. While I was finishing my master's, she was doing a year in Daegu and she was just nice. loving it. And I was so like jealous of her experiences, her teaching experiences, her travel experiences. So I thought, let's give this a try.
0: And did she, did she help you find a job or did you get like a
1: recruiter?
2: No. Okay. When when was this? Uh, how many years ago? 2014
1: you... oh, Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, just to so give you a little a context, uh, Kevin and I we've been teaching together for probably fifteen years at the same university, and uh, he's actually at a different.
2: Uh, well, at the same I, university we've been in Korea. in Korea for fifteen years, but we've only been working together for about twelve. Oh, you're 13, right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like I've that. been at the <laughs> university. I did my first two years. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah um i i started in uh 2006 at my current university but i came to korea in 2002 Mm -hmm. so i'm a little bit of an og but not quite i'm not like a 90s guy but i'm close yeah Yeah, not not too far (laughs) away um i'm a world cup guy that's my generation uh i remember the the world cup in 2002 um so now where where are you from what's your your home country canada you're from canada and what what were you studying what was your uh
1: your- Criminology and sociology. Ah,
0: okay. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So you got your master's yeah. degree. Did you teach university here or did you uh, I did. You did. Okay. Yes. And uh, how In Jindo? Was-
1: no, no. In, so, after my first two uh, years, I relocated to to Gwangju. So that's two hours north of Jindo, but it's still like if you guys are in Seoul, Mm-hmm. gwangju is yeah. still a little city compared to seoul but gwangju is like big like a big night compared. out
2: when into- <laughs> <laughs> i want yeah, no to i really want to hear
0: about the, your the small town too and, and we'll get to that i just i just wanted to give our listeners a little context so they can kind of uh so you you taught at hagwon the first two years and then once you the first year or your first it was year a hagwan,
1: then, it was, then i went to uh Chodun Gakgyo,
0: oh okay middle then, school I,
1: yeah. Yeah, and then when I moved to uh, children is elementary. Sorry, elementary school. Yeah.
2: Right.
0: Okay. Sorry about that. I'm, I'm i my okay. Korean. I got it mixed up with Jung Hakkyo, and uh, I should know. My, my was daughters
2: the, was the the elementary school. Was that also in Jindo? Then. Yeah. Nice.
1: Yeah, and then I was teaching. Um, I taught at a at elementary schools in Song, which is like thirty minutes outside of Gwangju. So I lived in Gwangju, but I was teaching. In the countryside of Gwangju, so I was taking commuting
2: a, to outside. outside yeah, so I was
1: taking a bus to a village and <laughs> like literally get dropped off at the end of the road by the bus driver and walk like twenty minutes down a essentially dirt road to where the school was. Wow. Um, yeah, and sometimes like people knew who I was, right? So when people were If teachers were driving by, they'd be like, "Oh, there she is! Let's pick her up." (laughs) Oh, you (laughs) just there was no public transport.
0: Oh, so just like the local farmer or whatever, just hop in the truck and I'll take you to the school. (laughs) You're really you were. It it sounds so kind of charming and folksy though. When I when you describe it, I mean, I know that yeah yeah i mean it, it wasn't was. it safe was. right like you, you felt pretty safe there like it's uh you, it's small
1: yeah relatively safe i would say yeah. everyone knew who i was yeah so um, I guess, were
2: you probably the only foreigner in that in that like area
1: then? so we were so in the so in jindo there was jindo up. so like the village and we were all sort of based in the village and then we would commute out uh Everyone um, would commute out because if you lived sort of where you were actually teaching, you would be so isolated.
2: Right. Oh, right. sure, sure. So yeah. there was kind of like a little mini, like small expat group, I guess, there. Eight. Of, there was eight.
1: Of, <laughs> eight.
2: Eight. Very you small. Cut them all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Do you wow. still are How you
0: still uh, do you still stay in touch with the uh, with the, those eight? The did you guys become quite close in that first year? Being <laughs> Not so isolated? all of
1: us. Not all of us, but yeah, definitely. So I had a, I had a friend who was, uh, she's American and her now husband is Korean. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was the very first person I met. And he, he just called me up on the landline because it was such a small place that he knew the person who had taught previous to me. So he knew the number, called me up and was like, hi, I'm so-and-so. Just to like, introduce himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to come out for lunch?
2: <laughs> wow.
1: Um, yes. Yeah, that was my very first of day. Course.
0: That yeah. is.
2: How did you so find time. like this, this job in such a small city when you were in Canada at the time?
1: So when I decided this is what I wanted to do, and I was working with a recruiter, I just told the recruiter, I want to work on any island.
2: Ah, huh. uh, you, you specifically wanted? What, <laughs> yeah. Is it that you love island life, or did you just—I love like, island life in
1: Canada. I okay. was living on a small island, so yeah. gotcha. There's charm to that. I like the small, the small. Yeah, town I'm from a pretty community. small town
2: in in Arizona, actually. And I don't know, maybe your small town, your small island in Canada, might be smaller than my small town in, in Arizona. We have a population of about fifty thousand in oh, in
0: Flagstaff. <laughs>
2: So, somewhat That's like a major small, metropolis,
0: not- right? Compared, to- yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the island
1: My that age- I was living on is called Pelee. Okay, Pelee Island. So it's famous for wine.
0: What? So you, which, made- which province is it in Canada?
1: Ontario, but it's basically it's in the middle of the Great Lakes in the middle of Lake Erie and the border between Canada and America is basically drawn around the island.
0: Oh, okay. so it kind of like,
1: scoops it up into Canada. Yeah. That's why I don't have a really distinctive Canadian accent.
0: No, I, I'm from Minnesota. So my <laughs> Canadian accent is probably stronger <laughs> than
1: stronger. yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's on the island, the population, just to answer your question. During peak time, during like the tourist season, which most of the tourists or the holiday people, holiday makers come from um, the US, it's about 1,500. Mm -hmm. And during the winter season, when there's no ferry, it's like, you know, less than 100.
2: Wow. That's, yeah, that's even smaller. My parents lived in a really small town in Arizona, and that was a population of 3,000. So even even that has it I'm actually curious I'm looking up the Jindo Island on Wikipedia I actually don't see the the population here I might have to <laughs> shh, shh,
1: shh, shh. Sorry guys this oh, is no the, problem, no problem. Yeah. let him say hi cuz he's used to my students hello say hi hi 안녕하세요 안녕하세요
2: Hi. 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 okay 우리 엄마 엄마 Hi.
1: um
0: <laughs> no no no, that's okay no problem it's
2: uh,
1: like how is
0: your how
2: long were you here in korea total
1: uh for
2: five years five years okay cool i guess um just judging by that that quick interaction there how's your korean after five years i mean if you're living in such a small place you'd you'd probably have no choice but to use korean
1: so that's one
2: definite benefit
1: like jack was saying so on the like on jindo I love Jindal, I don't get me wrong, but there's not much to do during the week on Jindal. No
2: doubt. Mm-hmm.
1: So I did yoga five days a week.
0: The, and that's, that was nice. interesting to me because it it's, it's yeah. almost yeah. like a kind of cosmopolitan thing, though, like yoga. But here on this little yeah. island... There, so. It was the
1: one and only yoga studio in the place. And yeah. it was either like you chose yoga or you did taekwondo. Those are your two choices.
0: <laughs> I think yoga, right. yeah, right. <laughs> I, I want to keep my teeth, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. so that's what I did. Um, and my yoga teacher became like a, um, like a sister to me she Mm. didn't speak any English like at all but she was just so lovely and so like warm and wanted to make sure I was welcome and felt included and then someone who was sort of like a yoga teacher in training came from Seoul and that person that person did speak English so like eventually like I sort of became part of their like inner circle <laughs> and was, you know, invited to lunch and, you know, their, her daughter's like birthday parties and I, yeah.
0: Very, and how, how, how did it affect like your, your language as far as like, um I think Kevin kind of alluded to that earlier, but um did it force you to, I mean like yoga five days a week. Is oh yeah, kind absolutely. That right? you, you yeah. just did it Every more for the kid. socializing than the yoga, right. It, it became more of like a, um Uh, it sounds like i mean the yoga is good but you you actually made a friendship through that so uh, maybe five days yeah it
1: it wasn't the intention it was just sort of
0: it's just a happy accident yeah
1: yeah, some just something to do after after i was teaching all day um the yeah my language was great my especially you know um conversational english or conversational korean Because I wanted to be able to communicate, and then I I had the friend who was Korean, who was working at a hagwon, whose wife, you know, she had already sort of gone through the ropes, so she gave me all of her materials to study. So I was, you know, studying and then practicing it every day with my yoga so, yeah. so and yeah it was
0: did you find it like like we talked about this before on the podcast but the korean alphabet is pretty easy to learn like you can learn it in a day um yeah. so did you find like the like learning to read and and write pretty easy like self-study worked for you like it was okay
1: yeah i could do, i could read it and write it within you like you said like a day yeah but it's funny because teaching my son the the Hangul alphabet now, sometimes I have to stop and think, what is that actually called? You know, and it's like. Oh, duh, right, duh, duh, duh. Or like, nuh, nuh, Yeah,
2: well the, the name of the letters <laughs> took me a really long time to learn. Yeah. You don't, I just, I'm like, that's the, N, the, the, yeah. d sound like, yeah. It's actually learned the name of it. I, the funny, How thing, did you I study? Was there like a hagwon or something? Or did you just do self-study or just with friends there? Then?
1: Oh, self-study. Only self-study. Yeah, there was not Yeah, a, I wouldn't
2: imagine that there's like a Korean hagwon or anything there oh. with with eight foreigners there's not much of a, a money-making option to, to yeah, open a do you think maybe think, yeah. oh sorry yeah. go ahead
1: it, it wasn't that time it wasn't you know now learning Korean is the thing to do right or it's almost the expectation that you're going to have a base level of Korean before you enter the country especially if you're going there to you know to live for a while um but at the time I didn't feel like people expected that I would know anything. So if I knew anything, they were so grateful that I could
2: (laughs) give them. Yeah. I I mean, that was even the same when I was living in even bigger cities here. And I lived in Seoul and and Suwon for a year. And I remember one time when I was quite new in Korea and my Korean at the time was, you know, crazy basic. Um, and I remember going into some restaurant and and like just ordering the food and and the, the woman who was working there was like wow your Korean is very good I was like I'm learning please speak slowly to me and she's like okay no problem so where are you from what do you do and she just immediately goes to to full on Korean just no yeah not used to 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 switching but amazed that I spoke any at all.
0: Yeah, that's funny how that even if I uh, say, say I don't speak Korean well, if you say that in Korean, then they're you've <laughs> yeah. completely li- yeah, you, you just uh, turned it around on yourself. Um, yeah, that's that's so funny. So you you're in the small uh, this, this island for the first year. And then yep. you uh, did you like did they ask you to stay longer? Did they I mean, they must have been pretty happy to I mean, ha- happy to have a teacher. Teachers that are enthusiastic about going to small towns—it's—it's it's hard to find teachers,
1: I imagine. Um, they did, um, but I wanted because I was that first year I was in a Haguan. Mm-hmm. So the the real motivation to change was to get out of the hagwon system. Did you? Because it's just.
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, did you talk to here. other other teachers that were teaching in public school or university, and then you then you realized like oh my God, the package is so much better. (laughs) Like like this is just a stepping stone. Nobody wants to stay here in in the Hogwarts, especially if you have a master's degree. It's like-
1: Ironically, I so on that small island in Canada where I was living and working prior to to going to Korea, I made friends with someone uh, because that small island also needs to import all of its workers. There isn't enough young people to staff um, the seasonal jobs. Mm-hmm. So I met a guy who was who was working um or who was sort of really well connected. Um, his father had an important job. He worked in the in Seoul, like in the main government building, writing that package. And uh-huh. so before, <laughs> before I went, he was like, look. You really don't want to go to a hagwan. There's so much like these are X, Y, and Z. These are all the reasons why you need to work in a school. And I was just so um, fixated on this island, and that was the position was available. It was the right time, and I was just like, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna go. It's well, only a year.
2: I mean, it's working at a Hagwan. I mean, so many people do that as their for. I did a Hagwan for my first year here. It's just like kind of. It's, it's like a rite, rite of passage. passage. Yeah, time. exactly.
0: Just yeah. how you get
2: started, yeah. yeah,
0: and and then you then you can say you, it was like you know I've I've been through that you know it's it's, it's something yeah. you share with other you know other professors that you meet or whatever when you're you're in Korea. Um, what was your hogwan like? What was the 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 situation there? Was it pretty good, or did they? Was it not what you were told it was? Or um, I know there's some like horror stories of hogwans, but it doesn't sound like yours was like that.
1: No, it wasn't terrible. I mean. It wasn't it wasn't the, the greatest experience but it wasn't re- negative yeah the kids were great the the my co-teachers were great um
0: you know, the only downside i really see of the hagwon system is that there's no holiday you get like two weeks no, yeah and that's it and yeah. then you compare that to like public school and university mm-hmm. and you're just like well it's a no-brainer like i can do the same thing but you have mm-hmm. much much larger vacation periods but the pay is, well, probably a little bit better than a Hagwan for yeah, less work. But for me, it was,
1: it was the holiday time. Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's probably pretty much true for most uh, teachers. And, and it, makes, it makes me feel like, I, I don't know if you felt this too, but working in the university system, there's like an, a beginning and an end. Of the semester, I, I love that because the hogwan mm, feels yeah. like a never-ending uh, hamster wheel, you know. Of like, it, just, it You just, yeah. yeah it, there's always going to be another book, another level up, and another <laughs> new class coming in. And you're, and I don't know how people could do that for 20 years. I mean, I know people uh-huh. have, but I just don't see. It's the, that model is impossible. But I love the the university system or public school where they they actually move on to the next level and it's finished. The school year's done. You can reset yeah. and start over again and so uh so what what was your uh you said the second uh i just want to make sure i got this right you your uh, yeah. move from jindo uh away from jindo to the mm-hmm. next school was a public school it was an elementary yeah. school how how yes. was that uh situation for you what what was uh like as far as like the package it was, and it was it good. was great mm-hmm.
1: it was great I, lo- I loved it i loved yeah. the students i was there f- for three years so you know you get to see them go through all of almost all of elementary school um i had a wonderful co-teacher who i'm i still am in contact with today um and his kids and i ended up getting to teach like his eldest um in my last year
0: oh very cool like in first grade like the oh wow yeah yeah
1: that's fun yeah because uh when you teach in elementary school you have the not every school but so because I was in a rural school uh, there's there was and I don't know if there still is but there was this thing called like a rainbow school so it was a special program that you had to apply for and it was quite um, there was quite a lot of pressure it was quite in, intense for the teachers to apply to this program but basically because it was such a rural area many of the students were being raised by Their grandparents?
0: Oh, sure. Or
1: you know, some Uh, the parents are like in town,
0: like doing the work. Parents are working in Seoul, and the grandparents are raising the little kids. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: and the grandparents were often quite old. The grandparents maybe didn't have any education themselves. Like these were farmers, like true, like hardworking farmers. But so, because of that, the school would be open from seven a.m. until seven p.m. And there was buses that would come and. Pick up the students so in that case there was many opportunities to do sort of like extra overtime work so like the school might come and say um stephanie can you teach the students um art in english and you know you can do this for overtime or can you teach you one or can you teach year one because they had this with this rainbow program you got a massive budget because the students were having three meals a day at school and they needed to have you know entertainment or supervision or some kind of like stimulation before school and after school all the way until it was basically bedtime
0: and with those government programs you spend it you don't spend it you lose it so so for them it's not like they're losing any money it's not a private school they're just like we got to give this money to somebody so that we can get the same amount the next time around um otherwise Yeah. yeah so so those are great situations where they're just like throwing classrooms or classes at you and money. And you're just like.
1: Uh, how- and resources, the resources were in, were incredible. Yeah. I mean, I think it was well-spent because these students needed it. They they definitely needed it. And you could see, cause I went into that school one year prior and I watched the change from not having it to having it. So, you know, the, just the the whole like demeanor and the confidence in the kids was so like a parent and just the simple things like they all were given um like a reform humbug, and everyone including the teachers wore a humbug at school
2: that's cool um, yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah it's like so
2: your weird. uniform nice
1: <laughs> yeah because because a lot of the kids weren't coming to school like properly dressed for the weather
0: oh really okay mm. yeah.
1: yeah maybe it was too they were wearing clothes that were too hot or too cold you know in the winter yeah
0: yeah and so to try i mean this this is something i really like about korea actually and and something in america i don't know uh, if you're familiar with the us you probably are the 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 schools are funded based on property taxes so you know rich uh, neighborhoods or rich areas have really nice schools and poor areas Mm -hmm. have really crappy schools but korea has these kinds of programs where they're trying to give these opportunities to these rural these rural places so you're you're kind of painting a picture for like what we could expect as far as being a good student there's not a lot of accessible it's not like gangnam where there's you know hogwans on every corner these kids are kind of either hanging out with their grandparents or they're at school and they sounds like they'd rather be at school because they can play and be around kids and stuff so it's a really cool program um Mm. but part part of today we we uh one of the reasons we really wanted to talk to you was um how how, what's what was your experience like living in that small town and small Mm -hmm. island and then going to like seoul or daegu or something like going to the big. how is it different like what well even before
2: we get to that I, i i'm curious more about like just arriving in such a small town with with such small support like you know, going to restaurants when you first got there, what was that like before you really had much drink? Because the people in that, that town, I assume, like in Seoul, you can go to a restaurant, you can actually kind of order in English. Yeah, you, know? mm-hmm. you can like find people if you want to find like a subway stop, you look for the young person and be like, Oh, where's the subway here? <laughs> or just go or like, to Loteria whatever.
0: or McDonald's or something like that. <laughs> yeah, like
2: yeah. Right. Actually, they're like they I mean, I don't I'd assume there's even less fast food down there. Like how how was but what was like your first eating out experience like there? What, what was how, so how did you deal with
1: that, food, that for friend, example? That, that friend, bless his soul, that the Korean man who had hmm. the American fiance, now American wife, rang me on the home line that I didn't even know the number to, and said, "Hi, sister. <laughs> my name is blah blah blah. Have you eaten? Would you like to come out?" And literally, we, so we went to a, we went to just a kimbap nara. And I was a vegetarian. And so the first thing he taught me was like, right, this is how you say I'm a vegetarian in Korean. And he wrote it all out. Like, important oh, sentence.
0: Sorry. Yeah, nice. <laughs> not an easy task in Korea either. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, and helped me, his fiance was also vegetarian. So he was like, I got this,
2: I'll ah, help nice. you.
1: Yeah, but he didn't have to do that. He sort of just did that out of the kindness of his heart, right? And yeah. then that, so I think I landed on like a Friday, maybe a Thursday, and it was a surreal experience, right, because I landed in Incheon, transferred to Gimpo by myself, somehow managed that to get from Incheon to Gimpo by myself, get from Gimpo to Guangzhou airport, and then the Hagwan's son met me, <laughs> met me.
0: There. Oh, nice. No, it's okay. So it was one of those <laughs> like, you're, yeah. you're basically <laughs> flying blind because you can't read anything and you're, and th- you know, yeah, that's, that's a scary. How did you
2: handle, what, what what was like your first time going out to eat the next day or the following day when you were on your own then? How did, how was that um, down there? Sorry, I still I remember like head. for me, my, my first day going out to eat here, I walked into a Kimbap Jungkook and I knew nothing in Korea other than bibimbap. Like I knew that was a yeah. food <laughs> and, and I walked in, I'm just like, okay, I want, I want bibimbap. And and I remember cause you know in Korea I'm sure you, you have to like call out to the wait staff, right? Yeah. And and I didn't know that you would do that. So I just sat down and I just waited. <laughs> and and no one came to me because this isn't like a restaurant it's the most drunk indecisive food, right? foreigner yeah. we've ever had and you know, i'm just so. sitting there and i'm just like you know, i'm like hungry i'm like trying to make eye contact with the Ajima there and then and no, no one comes until finally some woman next to me decides like let's let's help out this pitiable foreigner next to me <laughs> but like and, and then and then i ate nothing but bibimbap probably for three weeks because yeah. it was the only food i knew I, I couldn't read the menu i didn't know anything finally i remember one of my friends was like you should try UK John. i was like. Another food. And my, and then my like my, my whole universe opened up. But that first, like that beginning, even being in a big city, I just knew nothing. And I, I I was just on my own. I just stuck to the one thing I knew for so long.
1: So when you work at a Hogwan, they give you your meals, right?
0: Uh, I I sometimes not. not not my second oh, one, really? but my first one I did. Yeah. Not my uh,
1: one. mine did. Mine did. So I had bibimbap for one year straight.
2: Uh, I mean, bean most good. I, I quite like, although it, it, for a while I got very sick of it. I, yeah. I, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I guess if you're a vegetarian though, that would be the best you could really hope for as far, you know, mm-hmm. like, like it's still pretty, pretty delicious every time. And uh, you can just get it without was, the meat and the egg and you're, you're fine. Yeah. yeah.
1: I was content to have it like, yeah. every every day. And I think like maybe the difference because you guys were sort of like the end of that first wave, if you will, and I was probably like the beginning of the second wave, I think I came a bit more prepared. So I had done the research. I Mm. knew quite a few dishes already. Mm -hmm. I knew that I would have to say like choggyo and Uh, yeah. Which is so,
0: oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah.
1: I was probably made sure I was prepared because I was a vegetarian and I knew I had that.
2: That's true. Yeah. Yeah, I knew, yeah, I had a, a friend here who was vegan, and he, he knew more about Korean food than anyone I knew, just because you you have to know what you're ordering. Otherwise, yeah, you're, you're going to end up not being a vegetarian very yeah. quickly here. Um, so, yeah, that's true. I guess yeah, you said you were here in 2014. So, like, that would be after Gangnam Style, of course. So, Korea is already starting to become a little bit more well-known. Like, when, yeah, when we came here, I was able to find websites teaching me Hangul and things oh. like that, but there wasn't as much on like general you know culture tips and and youtube channels and things like that yeah uh, Korea weren't, wasn't weren't like, as big at least
0: in 2002 korea wasn't like the cool it wasn't as cool as it is now it's just like it's the hip thing like korean food korean yeah. cuisine oh, now. Yeah. um yeah i mean everyone's just going crazy I, I, when you came probably like B, big bang was like really popular like is that right the- yeah
1: and sorry i need to retract my first statement i've got my dates mixed up oh, no the, 2014 was when i emigrated to australia i was in, i was there in 2009 and left korea in 2014.
0: oh yeah,
1: okay. big bang was was
0: yeah it big, was like yeah. that generation of uh mm-hmm. yeah we're, we're probably one or two past that now with the, the new newer bands or whatever but i i, I know what mm-hmm. you, that era that you're talking about um
1: but big was, bang's coming back
0: there was yeah they're coming back again I, that's what i hear that's what i hear yeah um yeah, let's see. So uh, I was gonna ask you something, and I, it just slipped out of my. Oh, yeah. So you said that you're a vegetarian. So how, like, how did you survive as a vegetarian? Uh, like, like Kevin said, at, like uh, from then on, how did you, how did you manage that on such a small town or small uh, island? Because I imagine even getting invited to a huayshik involves some kind of meat, right? Like, there's just you know, what meat are we eating tonight? It's not. It's it must be very difficult
1: so so can i before i went to korea i didn't eat meat and i didn't drink coffee
0: okay okay
1: so i started drinking coffee immediately because all my coworkers they would offer you know like something that i couldn't eat and coffee yeah so if i refused the food and the coffee then i felt like oh I so take you got a nice of the coffee addiction things. through
0: <laughs> saying no to
1: yeah yeah, yeah. Oh that's my it gosh. so and uh, to be honest- Are you honest, vegan or vegetarian just only? Just vegetarian. And bibimbap, that first bibimbap was not vegetarian. And I just sort of went with it, but I was so sick afterwards because it's the first, you know, it'd been the first time in 10 years that my body had had meat in it, but I just sort of like just rolled with it.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be, there's going to be those kinds of situations where- you just the mm-hmm. wires are going to get crossed and you're going to get some some meat in the dish or whatever but uh
2: well and I, I heard um, so many people like other vegetarian friends where they would go and order like a kimbap and they would say because their korean wasn't very good so they'd be like gogi beiju say like take out the meat yeah. and the people at the, the kimbap jungle would be like there's no meat in here and there's like there's there's their meat right there and they're, they're thinking they're like it's ham that's not meat that's not meat it's ham
1: it's not gogi specify.
0: Yeah. yeah that's fish that's so not well, i had a, a... Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but so like in Jindo, Jindo is, attracts a really specific crowd. One of the things about Jindo is, is really, um, it's really, it's well known for its traditional music. And there is a beautiful hall where you can go for free every weekend and watch like these traditional performances. And there was one foreigner there who was teaching there, but he was there specifically because he was studying I don't remember the name of the instrument. He also happened to be vegetarian. He also happened to speak fluent Korean. Wow, <laughs> so, right. so lucky, yeah. Yeah, so he was like, this is what you need to say. You need to say, and you need to list off all the, the meat that you don't eat because in their mind, that's not meat. So really? it's like the Greeks when, it's like, you know, my big fat greeting when they're like, it's just lamb. <laughs> so you have to it's not meat, it's, it's not just lamb, meat, just lamb. It's lamb. yeah. 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 You'd have to tell them, yeah, ham is, I consider ham to be meat, or I consider, uh, to, I consider fish to be meat, and you know, list them all off, and, but what's like, because it's a small town, the, people know you, and they know your order, if you go yeah. a few times, sure, and sure. then.
0: That's probably the advantage yeah. of being in a small, small town, is that they, they do quickly learn what you like and and they and they i think they want to please the, the the guest you know i mean that's a big part of i think korean culture is very much yes they want you to yes. like korea and so they're going to be very amenable to your needs um i guess uh like when you so you you to the 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 public school what about the uh, move to the university how how did that happen for you did you just like find a job on dave's esl cafe or something or um
1: uh no, I had friends who were already there mm-hmm. who recommended and said, you know, this is yeah yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. parachute yeah. in yeah as the Koreans say yep
1: yeah and that's how it happened. I go. had the qualifications, I had the experience. It was time.
0: Yeah. yeah. Now was that um, like as far as you? You sound like you really enjoyed the public school, but I'm I'm assuming it's still it's still a pretty hefty workload. You know, seven to cl- with all the extra classes and everything was the. Was the university um, kind of like uh, give you? Did it give you a chance to kind of like travel around and and see the country uh, during those vacations? Um, did you did you? Do- I think it was.
1: It was just more. The, to be honest, depending on your school, you can have a lot of holiday time in the elementary school system. Oh, okay. If your principal doesn't require you to desk warm, you can have a significant amount of time off for me i just it was more about like a career progression or seeing because there's only so far you can go in the elementary school system sure so yeah but i do yeah i do enjoy i do enjoy teaching adults but i do enjoy teaching kids yeah 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 (laughs) um what
0: was the uh what uh when you like did you have when you went to the the, what was the biggest city that you went to like for the first time like like you're on this island and then all of a sudden you'd go to like Daegu and it feels like you're entering New York City or something. I mean, did you, did that ever happen to you? Did you, did you get that like kind of culture shock of the big city?
1: The first time was with my, my foreign Korean couple friend who he had a car and we went to Mokpo to go to e-mart because that was ah. the closest e-mart was a 40 to 50 minute drive by car and that was the only place you could get any sort of western you know like ingredients or western right. groceries
0: cheese yeah
1: <laughs> cheese yeah. avocado yep. you know things like that so it was a big sort of like a big day out just to stock up on all those things
2: that's uh, that, kind of random. What was what what specific food were you most excited about? For me, I remember when I found lime, I was so excited because lime, when I came to Korea, was impossible. It was every It was lemon everywhere, but lime wasn't the uh, thing. And when I finally found a lime, I was like, "Oh my god, a lime!" It's just the smallest thing, but I was so so excited for that. I, I saw was, what was that for you? Oh, sorry, feta
1: that was, yes. For feta me, it was feta cheese. cheese
0: nice. yeah. <laughs> um, I, I saw a girl do a like literally dance in Costco once when she found the shredded cheese like she was i i didn't know i didn't know her my wife and i were just shopping but i saw this i'm like oh they're new hagwon teachers and she found the shredded cheese and she just started dancing in the middle of the of the aisle just like the the cheese dance i know we had i had that in uh i used to teach in thailand that was my first job back in 2001 and i remember six months in finding saltine crackers at the grocery (laughs) store and we bought all of them. Like they're, I, <laughs> yeah. cause I, every cracker was like a, was a Ritz cracker. It was all sugary, but uh, that that look. saltine cracker, it's just, it's just, and it reminds you of home. And there's so mm-hmm. that it's, yeah. so I bet you probably walked around that E-Mart all, for hours and yeah. it, enjoyed every minute of it, I bet. Because it's
2: just yeah. so- These days people have it easy here. You can get pretty much everything. I know.
1: Yeah, now, the culture shock, I think, was um, trying to park at the E-Mart. It was a Sunday in the morning, I think, and I, it was just, I've never seen people just shopping like their life depends on it.
2: Did you ever yeah. go to Costco? Because that's just like up next level here, I don't actually. I
1: think, to be honest, when I was there, I don't think there was a, co- I think the closest Costco was Daegu, which was for me like five hours away.
2: Yeah, oh. that's quite far. I've heard, yeah. I, I, I don't have the statistics to back it up, but I've heard someone say that the, there's, there's a bunch of Costcos here, of course, in, in Seoul. And there's mm-hmm. the one in, in Yangjae Station, like Gangnam area. I've heard that that's the busiest Costco in the world actually I
1: would
0: believe it yeah i've I, been there a I few times and it it's no friend... picnic yeah you you literally yeah, like, wraps I, the cars wrap around the whole store yeah you know, several times um, yeah it's
2: stressful I, I just, yeah yeah agreed i hate costco runs actually no, you you right. were driving, to are, are you at
0: this time so you are you, you're
2: no, okay no. okay
1: i was yeah. happily a passenger
2: <laughs> <laughs> right
0: but the chaos of the, of trying to park in there because there's so oh, many man. people on a sunday yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Now, did you uh, did you ever make it to Seoul? Like, get, did you get to uh, visit the capital city and and yeah,
1: uh... went to Seoul many times.
0: Yeah, <laughs> of course. A bit,
1: like, maybe a bit um, a bit pretentious of us, but because I was in um, Chelado, so hmm. when you get your visa to to go when you're in the embassy they they every worker will comment you're going to the place with the best food you are going to eat like that's what they'll say to you in whatever like english they have you are going to have such good food where you're going
0: and just for our listeners jola province is that you're talking about the uh yeah yeah, jola province Mm -hmm. is famous for it's like junju bibimbap is that uh
1: yeah, so I was in the southern part. So, so Jeonju is the nor- in the northern province. I was in the southern province. It is mostly farmland, so that's where all the produce is grown. That's where the rice is grown, predominantly. Mm-hmm. Where this the seafood comes from. Where the the Naju pears are there.
2: Um, oh, Korean pears are the best. Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: So when we went to Seoul for the first time, and we had Korean barbecue, we were like, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah, it's funny. I've never actually been to Jolado, but like, so my mother-in-law is she makes like amazing, I mean, everything she makes in is in Korean food, of course, is just you know like the best Korean food out yeah. there, and her kimchi is you know top shelf. And I'm always bragging to my my friends, like, oh yeah, my mother-in-law's kimchi is like the best ever. And they're like, Where is she from? And I'm like, Oh, she's from Jolado. They're like, Oh that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It it but apparently it's it's true though, like, like the it's not not just a myth. They do have the best food. It's and so when you came in Seoul, you were you felt it was is. just didn't meet the quality of what you had been. You became so. We actually to.
1: Um, amongst my friends and all of my friends were from Chala, you know, different cities in Chala. We had a rule that when we went to Seoul, we were only going to eat foreign food because uh. we couldn't get it. We couldn't often get it.
0: Yeah, sure. choices. So, there
1: Makes many sense. so there, it just didn't make sense. Because we were disappointed. <laughs> and because yeah, the Korean food here is just
2: not up to snuff. Korean food yeah. sucks in Seoul. Yeah,
0: it yeah. got that pretentious, Yeah, I know that's what I said. Yeah, it's pretentious. I love we it We
1: were though. aware that it was pretentious. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. but you know, it actually, that makes perfect sense to me though. Belt.
0: Yeah, you can't get you can't get Mexican food down there uh, easily. So yeah.
2: yeah, it makes perfect sense. Were there any foreign restaurants in where you were living down there?
1: There was a other than like fast food. Pizza place, but it's like pizza or like pasta, yeah. you
2: know. Right, but not not proper. It's not real pizza. Yeah.
1: yeah, But it's so funny because you get accustomed to that, accustomed to that, right? So now living in Sydney, like I crave pizza school pizza. All oh,
0: right. <laughs> that like really do, do you like pizza? corn on your yeah. pizza? Pizza?
2: No,
1: I'm used to, but like corn or like sweet potato, like. <laughs> I,
2: I know I love the I still, sweet potato I, too. I I love it. Really, you're not into uh, it. Huh? I, I don't like. Do you, do you like the like the sweet potato like paste stuff yeah, like I that no i just not a fan i, Here, here's for me, your, I love sweet uh, potato I, I love pizza but not together let me let me not, not do for you guys me do
0: uh do you put pickles sweet pickles and hot sauce on it on top of the slice well,
2: i don't put it on but I, the sweet pickles on the side of the
0: pizza yeah no, I, I put I, the pickles on the pizza and then you put the hot <laughs> that's not that even korean style, style. That's, that's just your style No, that's <laughs> korean style am, am i wrong really that's not what koreans do
1: i think some of them do but i don't know my husband okay. doesn't put it on but like so my husband is korean but we have pickles at the table every single time we have pizza
0: yeah oh maybe i yeah. just maybe i just made an <laughs> assumption like I, I put this on here and uh i've been doing it wrong okay well
1: but it makes sense yeah. you put pickles in a in a sandwich right yeah that's pickles true go and it tastes cheese, good pickles,
2: I, yeah is pizza <laughs> a sandwich now or are we classifying <laughs> no this? i'm just
1: saying you can <laughs> no i car. <laughs>
0: Um gosh so um so how, you went to the university after your second year and you said you spent 3 years at the university what kind of uh what was what teaching did you do was it like uh a lot of freshman um english courses and yes. uh okay and uh how how were the students there how did you find the 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 um english level of students like maybe compared to like what city to country um oh
1: like probably their level wouldn't be this as on par with like a city Mm -hmm. um i mean it was quite rare to get a student who had already studied abroad right Mm -hmm. most of them were they had studied you know they had gone through the system of of english in elementary school or if not elementary school they had gotten some of it in their um middle school or high school but it really really depends on the sort of which high school or which middle school they had gone to because right. some had really mm. strong programs and some
0: and some of the like oh, you gosh. talk about that rainbow program, like some one of the things that I think the complaints of of rural uh, uh Koreans is that we need there's not enough academies. Like there's so many in the big mm-hmm. city. Like you can just go to mm-hmm. the kids go to hagwon Hogwan has become almost replaced public school in a in a weird way like without hogwan, mm-hmm. if you take that out of the equation yeah they're yeah. so far behind and a lot of the rural kids just don't have the the it's not accessible to them there's it's, yeah. you have to drive too far or it's too expensive or whatever were, were a lot of those kids that you were teaching at the university did they kind of miss out on the hagwan experience and they just
1: no i think if they had been to if they had if they were in that position they were one of the kids who had had the chance to go to a hogwan.
0: okay okay
1: i think because that that rainbow program that i had been a part of that was brand new
0: okay okay I, so
1: it wouldn't we wouldn't they haven't had enough time to sort of go through that system yet
0: and around so when that, i was. Oh, sorry go ahead
1: when i was teaching there so i taught at two schools in in the elementary system so i taught at one school four days a week and one school once a week and the one school that was once a week only had 68 students mm-hmm. wow. so I could see the I could see all 68 of them in one day
0: <laughs> right right teach the whole school in yeah. uh through yeah one one workday. yeah
1: but those oh. the, the both schools were um competing to try and get this rainbow program so it was it was something that was quite uh desirable but it was it was a really intense program so my co-teacher at my main school also was the head teacher and so there were days when I didn't see him at all because he was writing at this proposal trying to convince you know the powers that be that that school was worthy of getting the rainbow program right, right.
0: so they're um, still're still kind of fighting for the limited funds funding yes. so it's not it's it's not as equal as maybe what I described earlier because there's still, kind of the government is is funding certain schools and and others are maybe a little bit less funded uh or
1: i think it was because it was still like in the trial stages
0: Mm -hmm. i see probably
1: if we went there now it might they might all be doing it who who knows
0: i know they had the the, after school program as well where uh, which was was supposed to be a supplement for or a substitute for hagwan where uh kids who Maybe didn't have uh, access to Hagwans for, you know, it could be financial mm-hmm. reasons or whatever, got to study with a foreign teacher, doing a basically doing a Hagwan uh, class in the public yeah. school. And it yeah. sounds like you, it sounds a little bit like that program, uh, possibly. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It could be. It could be now. It's been a while.
0: Yeah. Now, um, well, we're just uh, as we wrap up here, we're getting uh, close to the end. We really but appreciate it. I'm your curious time, but, to go
2: back to yeah. Korea stuff uh, away from the, the teaching. At, at, a bit more but what other than amazing food in jolado yeah. what do you think the what are the charms that like small towns in korea have that seoul doesn't like, why that. do you love small towns in, in what, what's different about like small town in korea compared to small town in canada or something like that like what does oh. korea have what are those small korea towns what, what what's amazing what did you love about that small place where you live
1: Oh, it's hard to say, but I think like there's a real, a really strong sense of community Mm. and maybe different than to uh, like a small town in Canada with that sense of community. There is that really strong sense of duty within the community. That's Um, interesting because I
2: mean, Korea just in general is very Communist, <laughs> very community based. You know yeah. the whole Udi. <laughs> yeah. What's the word? What am I looking it's for? It's not just communist. Very, yeah. Communal. Communal. Communal yeah, there we go. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the it's the the, the Udi culture. You know, like everyone is family here. You know, you go into a, a mm-hmm. kimbap chungguk and it's it's you know like emo when you're when you're calling out. Like everyone is connected anyway. But but that's it's superficial here in mm-hmm. in Seoul, right? You know, it's it's just in the culture. But in those small towns. You really do know everyone, and there really is yeah. that community. There. Okay, I
1: know we're running out of time, but I'll give you one example of this just before we finish. So, all of the foreigners had gone to swim at this beach, probably about 50 minutes away from Jindou Up. We just on a whim decided we were g- going to go. While we were there, and no one believed me, I got stung by a jellyfish.
0: I, I really believe you
1: by that. that's that's <laughs> like what happens in Australia jellyfish. that
0: happens but
2: uh you know yeah, yeah but in Korea. See, everyone
1: was like no they no you
2: didn't yeah. I've been t- stung here that. I've been stung here that
1: happens yeah I don't know I didn't see it but anyway progressively you know an hour passes and I'm not feeling well I'm feeling very ill like to the point where that I'm vo- I feel like I'm gonna vomit oh, I'm, not well, really you bad bad. Headache. I'm getting chest pains my the foreigner friends are like, so I see this woman, this ajuma on the beach, and I try and tell or she can see I'm distressed and she asks me what's wrong. And I try and tell her. She gets me in her car, she takes me to like a medical center in this village the medical center is closed she gets on her phone she rings someone else in the meantime i've gotten on the phone and i'm speaking with one of my korean friends who is from jindo but happens to be in gwangju then they talk to each other realize what's happening she drives me to the hospital like 45 minutes to the hospital it's like you need to see a doctor immediately (laughs) all my four (laughs) friends are like back at the beach like just partying (laughs) and i'm at the hospital and this stranger
0: driving (laughs) you around no, it sounded like yeah. you had an allergic reaction. You needed some kind of uh, a shot or something.
1: Yeah, I had an I had an IV, and they they took out the stingers. Stinger. Oh my gosh, that yeah. seems
2: yeah. When I got stung, my 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 stung. I was wearing a, a wetsuit, so I only got a very light one across my face when I was diving a bunch of years ago. But that's a, that's a pretty amazing. I mean, that's just that's small town community. That's something that I've yeah. I've run into just in 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 small towns of like even where my parents lived in Arizona and things like that. People do look out for each other a little bit more although i do think in general koreans are willing to help koreans are very cool yeah, about, everybody's got that story but... where
0: somebody walked you far but driving you 45 minutes and calling for right. you—that that's is a, epic. way above yeah. over and you know above uh, the call of duty so that's a very yes. cool story it probably leaves you, you 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 have a warm place for korea it sounds like did you do, yes you're, yes in those yes. five years you had a very good ex- positive experience here Do you uh, do you come back from time to time? Do you do you plan to return?
1: We come back often to as often as we can to visit my mother-in-law. Yeah, Mm. I I mean, to be honest, I would move back in a heartbeat. I would work and teach, but like my husband is Korean and he has to live by Korean in work standards. So for him, living and working in Australia, you know, gives (laughs) him the opportunity to have like a work-life balance because he's an engineer, right? Sure, sure, right. You
0: have to make that decision. In Korea be... Which, yeah, which which way you're gonna go? Yeah. 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 Um.
1: And he yeah. doesn't really want to have like our kids go through the Hogwan system where they're studying. Yep. You know. That's
2: uh, yeah. That's that's, so that's a whole different times. issue. But yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah, we've all had that discussion about about you know are the hagwons worth it? Do you want to send your kids to it? Blah, 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 well, if but, if our first yeah. year
0: that's... in hagwon is our trauma, then their high school <laughs> years are their is their trauma, right? Um, yeah. Stephanie, thank you nice. so well, much for... Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's a cool story have, to end on. No, that's... Yeah, I thought that was a really cool that's story a cool, to end uh, on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, That small towns, people will, will look out for you while your friends are partying at the beach. You've, you've got the Ajima <laughs> yeah. who's Good got your back. friends,
0: by the way. Good yeah. Lord. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> um, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining us today and telling your story. Yeah, we, definitely. We really wanted to share thank that. Thank for having me. Um, yeah, it's our pleasure. And uh, to our listeners out there, if you guys want to listen to the episode, you can go to the soulpatch.com. Uh, you can hit uh, subscribe on our YouTube channel. Um, if you want to contact us, you can send us an email at podcast at the And uh, if you visit our website, it's a one stop shop. And if you uh, have the funds, just if you have the funds, you can hit that uh, send coffee button. We have a Patreon account now. Um, if not, no problem. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, catch you next week at The Patch. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Nice, Thanks. I like to pay a couple of respects I to the like people that made me what life. I am I like today. I'm here. here. It's all my love. This my love.
2: quiet
1: mind. It's all my love It's all my love Dopamine Jim It's all my love It's all my love It's all my
2: love The brain
1: It's
0: all
2: my love It's all my love Hey
0: Bobby Let the face go Show me a diamond.